much to get to this hour tj so i need you to just uh buckle in okay let's start here 15 minutes ago or so oklahoma quarterback commit michael hawkins i apologize i'll take the ding for that one uh tweeted out a picture of him in an ou uni and and the uh, uh, uh the lock tj Locked in, in other words. He ain't going anywhere, he's saying. That'll make some people feel happy. 
had a um, who Jackson's dad saying the same thing. He's, Jackson's dad said he ain't going he's anywhere. Not going anywhere. So yeah, that's good to see. Which worries me a little bit because sometimes the dads don't know. <laughs> um. So so far, no defections, right? So far, I mean, I think everybody's in a wait and see mode. Let's see who gets the job. But uh, DJ Graham hit the transfer portal. This is before the the news. By the way, I don't. I haven't listened to the broadcast. I don't know what um, Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman did the other day. I like Spencer a lot. He's an OU legend, and I'm talking just as a person. I like Spencer a lot. We get along great. Um, we had a funny conversation on Saturday that I'll tell you about at some point, TJ. But I don't know what they did during the game. Friday, I guess, Friday. But they made a lot of OU fans upset, I saw on Twitter. And at one point, I guess, Tim Brando was talking about how OU was down their best receiver this year, DJ Graham. Hmm. There were a lot of fans that were yeah, chuckling. That's that. uh that's why you got to do what I did, folks. I was watching it on the phone, but had the OU radio crew on my speaker poolside. Appreciate yeah. it, man. I appreciate it. Now we're way support. behind, though. Y'all need to talk quicker. I appreciate your support at all times. <laughs> um, I was trying to talk to them, and you're taking me down a side path. There's a member of the media who I will not reveal their name who would love to listen to us in real time in the booth, listens to us. But on delay, through the app. Right, which is what what we were just doing, yeah. And a few games ago, I said, you know, you can listen to us in real time, at home or on the road, at home on our flagship station, no delay, on an FM radio, or on the road, we always put a signal out from the booth, real time, no delay. Really? Yeah. How do you do this? I walked them through how to do this. It's been a struggle, teach. I get another text uh, first quarter on Saturday. Hey, it's on a delay. Can you ask him to turn off the delay? And I'm like, it's not on a delay. We've already, people are listening. We've been, we've double checked. There's no delay. It's not on a delay. I'm listening right now and it's 28 seconds behind. I just counted it. I was like, are you listening on it? I'm texting back and forth during the game. Are you listening on an app or are you listening on a radio? Text comes back. I'm listening on the radio on my phone. <laughs> I said, that's not a radio. That's a phone. I'll get you a radio. I'm going to buy your radio. And then any OU game in the future, you can listen on the radio. He's like, I'm listening on the radio. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to concentrate on what i'm doing right now. this guy have a problem with david west no okay Mm -mm. (laughs) this guy had a problem get him with kurt keely kurt keely's the master of this he's got more transistor radios that are pocket sized than any man in the world he'll get this individual uh, hooked up you know we used to do that like right before i started like i think the year before i started they sold the things that you put on your ear. I saw that they still do that at Auburn, I think. I was watching the Alabama-Auburn game this weekend, and I saw some people in the stands wearing the – like at a golf tournament, you'll see like the one earphone thing. Uh-huh. 
you can get them for five or ten dollars when you come into the game and it's automatically tuned into the broadcast and then you give it back when you leave the game or whatever they used to do that it's not a bad idea it didn't work at oklahoma the year that they tried it or two years so they gave up on it but um yeah just having a little booth that sells 20 dollar fm radios at ou games would probably make a lot of money if somebody wanted a side gig a little stand a outside pop-up shop outside of owen field right or on the road especially on the road they don't cost anything now but anyway I, you sidetracked me drake texted us during the break about mark stoops being jimbo's defensive coordinator at florida state Maybe yeah that gave some people down there the willies which makes some sense but it reminded me i gotta tell you drake i don't know what's going on he was not he was grumpy on saturday drake not not the game day but the day after he did a fantastic job we might have had the cleanest broadcast we've ever had ever saturday zero complaints no, no, there was about some issues with uh, stoops audio at one point but other than that go ahead that's true there i don't know what that was but anyway other than that even Teddy and I didn't complain, and we always complain. <laughs> the only reason I said that was just to irritate Drake. So, uh, the OSU BYU game's going on Saturday, right? And we've got this radio, this text group that's the radio crew, okay? And uh, there's not a lot's going on during the game, but after the game ends, Andrew Shepard sends this text to the group, simply says, I am sad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to which Drake replies immediately, don't play like trash two straight weeks and this doesn't happen. It's like, whoa. Well, it's true. It's the Drake, same way I was feeling. Drake dropping life lessons like a hammer. All he said was, I'm sad. Like, Andrew didn't play like trash for two straight weeks. Andrew Maybe didn't do he anything. spotted like trash for two straight weeks. He didn't. He didn't. It's great. I'm not saying you can't be disappointed or mad. I'm just saying all he was saying was he was sad. And Drake's like, shut up. Don't play that bad. All right. All right. <laughs> Easy. God. <laughs> Calm down, man. <laughs> Did you watch the K-State Iowa State game? Yeah, you're trash. That's the day we were traveling. So I saw nothing that day outside of just watching oh, scores on uh, on our phone. So <laughs> absolute snowstorm. It looked like the most fun game to play in ever. Like I'm talking inches of snow where they would have to scrape the lines to be able to see them. It looked like the most fun football game to ever play in and the most difficult game to ever try to call. Because Telling what yard line the ball was ever on would be virtually impossible. <clears throat> I, I never saw, I wasn't watching, I guess, at the right time to see how they were doing it. But they were able to keep the yard, the every five yards scraped off and the hash marks scraped off. But everything else covered in inches of snow, in, uh, deep snow. And they still, it was like 42 35. It was tons of offense. I guess the defense didn't have traction or something i don't know why but it was awesome did you see brent venables take a tumble on friday no okay like during the game or is this like are you are are you gonna continue to go on vacation in the middle of football (laughs) season every year yes in the november yes for the rest of my life yes oh my gosh yes i will 
people, I can't come back on the air and talk about things. You I can't can. You tell me about it. It's everywhere. The whole planet has seen it but you. El Bombi has seen this but you. I did not see this. We'll find the video during the break, and we'll right. talk about it All next right. segment. Running out through the smoke Saturday, BV falls and almost got killed. Huh. Yeah, Dana Holgerson. Fi- I'm going to break a bunch of other news to you. Dana Holgerson fired yeah, I saw Houston. that. I saw some of the firing. Oh, oh you yeah. saw that, did you? Yes, huh. I just did not I see a video was, of took place falling. closer to Mexico. Interesting. Did you see the end of the Alabama-Auburn game? Yes. Oh, yes. interesting. Fourth you saw and that, 33 huh? or whatever it was. Yeah. Can you imagine having your heart ripped out like that? <laughs> no, I, I don't. So I usually laugh at fans when they're crying in the stands. They showed the <clears throat> two or three girls, whatever they nice were, uh, nice uh, crying in the stands. Uh, I'm like, man, that's a, that's a, that's a situation where you can, you can ball if you want to. <laughs> Fourth and 30, what was it, one? I think, 30, 32? I think it was 33, but it you might be right. It may be 31. 30-something. 30 it wasn't even like a Hail Mary. He just like waited, and the guy got open in the corner, and he hit him. Oh, gut-wrenching. And it was um, uh, perfect. Just get the two feet, the, you know, got his foot down, and, man, it was something. Championship week schedule. Here's what we got this week, folks. Friday, the Conference USA game, Liberty against New Mexico State. And then 7 o'clock Friday night, Oregon and Washington, Pac-12 championship game. Winner in the playoff, TJ? Oregon, Washington, winner in? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm seeing it now. Go ahead with your schedule. Saturday, 11 a.m., Big 12 championship game, WWE-sponsored championship game. And you guys know who's in it. CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Uh, what a thrill that'll be. Are they going to be wearing their underwear, uh, rocking around and everything? Yeah, it's an indoor uh, stadium. So, yeah, I think they play uh-huh. in wrestling trunks. Yeah. Is that who's going to be there, or are you just making up names? Oh, no, I was joking. I mean, they might be, but I was just joking about that. Mm-hmm. 3 o'clock SEC championship game, Georgia and Alabama. SMU and Tulane playing, I think, for a spot in uh, in the uh, New Year's Day Six Bowls. I think the winner of that game is getting the New Year's Day Six spot. That, that SMU team that we beat way back when, TJ, might get a New Year's Day Six Bowl if they beat Tulane on Saturday. 7 o'clock, Michigan-Iowa, Big Ten Championship. Michigan favored by 23, by the way. Were you Who were you rooting for in that game? Oh, I just can't stand Harbaugh, so Ohio State. Yeah. My family was in Michigan. They were wearing some Michigan sweatshirts up there with their Michigan family up there. So I was kind of rooting for Michigan for them. I got other family that's Ohio State fans, though, so it was tough. And then uh, ACC championship, Louisville, Florida State. And you know what I'm doing this weekend since we're not playing football? I am going to Albuquerque, New Mexico this weekend. Oh, sure. Look at you. Just bell on your Sooners as soon as you can. What Sooners? Uh, I don't know. you got to support somebody here that weekend. No, let me tell you how this works. <laughs> OU plays basketball Thursday. I'll be there. If OU is playing football this weekend, I would be there. But since they're not, I'm going to go you're, support you're family. You're paid to be there, yeah. I'm going to go support family. 
Your team comes first. Your family comes second. That's how it works in the <laughs> SEC, TJ. you got to learn that. Right. So I'm going to go out to Albuquerque. I'm going to watch a game in the pit. I've never seen a game in the pit. New Mexico and New Mexico State are playing Saturday night. And I'm going to go watch it with Trev. How about that? Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, because you haven't been out uh, there since I dropped him off last summer. That situation where the basketball is not playing either, so yeah. I'm going to go see my son, watch a, a game in the pit, and ignore the Big 12 championship game. It's too painful. I'll hear about it eventually. All right. Um, I like this idea. Score somewhere. Travis Davidson says, we need a sponsored segment for the TJ replay every year when you return from vacation to update you on everything that happened while you were gone. I like that idea a lot. Have, oh, have you watched the video now? Of yeah. Venables yeah. nearly getting killed? You act like it was everywhere. I think one person posted it. It was everywhere. It. I think uh, TJ Eckers, the only person I see that has it posted, or at least that's all that's coming up for me. Dude, we're getting made fun of by every school in America. USC, Texas, Oklahoma like it, State, everybody. I was on Twitter a lot yesterday reading okay. about some of the coaches Ladies stuff. and gentlemen, back me up on this, please. TJ's telling me uh, this I'm video isn't is, everywhere. What I'm saying is I never saw it. Or, or if I did, I just thought it was a video of them running out of the tunnel and didn't. I wasn't reading what it was about, probably, is what it was. So I, I need to find the soundbite afterwards when he's asked about it. He's talking about he kept getting stepped on his face farther and farther into the turf. And he was like, uh, this is how people die. <laughs> That's what happens at concerts when people rush the That's stage. That's what he talked about. Yeah. He's like, I always wondered how people at concerts just couldn't get up. So why can't they just get up? He's like, I probably had 5,000 pounds of people on top of me. I'm sure it was scary. Maybe a little less smoke next time, or I don't know what happened there, but I'll try to find that soundbite. Ref Royal Rumble. Speaking of Travis Davidson, we're down to two people in the hunt. Um... Teddy Lehman has a two-point lead on Travis going into the final week of the Ref Royal Rumble. Uh, Travis got a four-point week this week. Teddy got one point. He hit his lock. So <clears throat> Teddy with 25, Travis with 23. TJ also had a four-point week this week. TJ, you and the chairman have moved up into third place. Yeah. Be better to be within striking distance, but third's fine. What has two thumbs and is in dead last, TJ? Uh, this guy. That guy, yeah. You. Six consecutive weeks without a single point, ladies and gentlemen. Going all the way That's back hard to the week. to do. Very hard. Going all the way back to the week where Parker Thune insisted that I only get half a point. Uh, haven't scored since then. And I am now in dead last place at nine and a half. So the interesting thing this week will be, will Teddy go along with the custom of the leader making a pick before the second place? There's no law against it. We've just kind of established a gentlemanly custom here that the leader makes the pick first so that they don't just block the mm -hmm. other person. Right. However, Ted almost always makes his pick last. And usually, Buck's authority. So uh, this this could be a good old fashioned stare down to the very last second to see you know who's going to get a pick in here. It's one of those weeks too where it's a little tougher to pick that upset special. So yeah, I I think it's an advantage to go first. 
Yeah, that's and what you, I'm saying. You may have less options, yeah. You have no option if you're going second. You've got to let that guy go first, but there's not very many games. So. All right, uh, 822, back to the text line next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Copiers, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, some people asking us if we've discussed Jeff Levy and uh, the OC situation. Yes. Yeah, let me play this. Let me yes. play this first, and then All we'll right, get to it. All right, this is uh, BV talking about the fall on the Friday. Um, <laughs> exactly what I thought. What are we doing here? You know, but uh, I got to keep my feet, and uh, so somehow we. I didn't keep my feet, and then. Probably 5,000 pounds uh, fell on top of me. I'm like, I'm going to get so made fun of, especially if we don't win. Uh, Pretty, pretty embarrassing. But it was just, I literally thought in the moment, this is how people die in those things. Because I've always thought, like, how how can you not just get up? Like, you hear people, and again, I'm not making light in any way, but, you know, people that go to these concerts or whatever, and somebody, something happens, and, oh, you know, and people are trampled to death. That's a real thing. Horrific. And I didn't think I was going to die, but it was a very real thing. My face kept getting shoved further and further in the ground, and you could feel one person after another. I said, this is going to keep happening. And it was just like, I don't know. This is kind of what I envisioned. And I just kept getting shoved further and further and kind of like, you got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> this is really happening right now. That's, that's what I thought. And I was pissed. <laughs> Not in anybody, just pissed. <laughs> so. All right, there you go. <laughs> yes, offensive coordinator. We've talked about it a lot. Let me, let me, uh, let me throw a couple more names because we've, basically talked about Seth Luttrell, Joe John Finley, Matt Wells. All three intriguing names. Um, I don't know that I have a problem with any of them. I think I would feel slightly better about Seth and and Matt because they've done it before, and I'm not sure. No, I, 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 like, I love Joe John. He might do a great job. Maybe he's a diamond in the rough, and he, he has uh, – you know, he's been great, and I think he's going to be an offense. I just don't know if OU's a first – that's the first time you do it, you know? That's your first job, is that OU, being an offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would, Seth, I think, has that t- – like, he's got that fullback toughness to him that kind of jives well with Brent, like he isn't going to put up with crap, you know? I like that about him. He's an air raid guy, but that doesn't mean he can't – you know, mold into something else. I like Matt Wells a lot as a human being. And he did a really good job at uh, Utah State. And I know what he's most known for around here maybe is that it didn't go great at Tech as a head coach. But I don't know. I kind of – I really just like him as a person. And that that's not a reason to make the guy your offensive coordinator, but – I mean, if you could do that at Utah State, that doesn't, you know what I mean? Now, some other names out there. Andy Cottlenicki at Kansas, I think, deserves a look. Probably will get a look. 
you know, everybody at Kansas has done an amazing job, TJ. But that offense is it's legit and it's fun, and it is difficult to prepare for. They run a million things at you. Their uh, run schemes are in the thousands, and their pass tree routes are in the thousands. They have a giant playbook, and it is difficult to try to defend. Uh, so I think Coddle Nicky is a legitimate name. Uh, Sean Lewis at Colorado has been mentioned. Mm-hmm. He went out there with Dion. He was one of the hot names in America, and then Dion kind of took his job away from him. He said, nah, you're not calling plays anymore. So I'm sure he's looking to go somewhere else, but I don't know. That one doesn't That's what I, That's what much. I'm saying. Here's the shine off of him, though, because if you would have said that, you know, two, three weeks into the season, I don't know. I mean. I'm going to throw two more names at you. You tell me what you think, and then we'll get back to the text line. Cliff Kingsbury. Doesn't that just seem weird? Yes. Yeah, so Doesn't no, seem I'm like a say fit no. with BV. It's just not a fit, yeah. Not the same as Holgerson, but similar thing as Holgerson. Like, right. Cliff is, like, super chill, laid back. I just don't know that he... Like, for me, I'm surprised he's not getting looked more at for head coaching hire... opportunities. I don't know that we can hire another Texas Tech guy and not and Sean not, you know, lose, lose his absolute yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the name I just saw this morning that is crazy, okay? But it did make me think, huh, but it's crazy, all right? Scott Frost. Yeah, I saw him last night mentioned by some people, and I thought, well, that's just dumb. And then after I sat there a minute, I said, well, as an offensive coordinator, he's been pretty good, really good. Yeah, so I don't know that it's as crazy as you might think, and the personality would seem to fit. Yeah. With Brent Venables. So I don't know that I hate that one after I thought about it last night. Knows this part of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I think that Latrell would really have working for him is just the state of Texas. You know, the recruiting ties, I would assume, in the state of Texas and everything. Um, and I don't, I don't, but Scott Frost kind of has that national recruiting tie. Um, he was really good at Oregon. Obviously, ran the at UCF ran things and did a great job, and then it imploded at Nebraska. So, I don't know how that would be received, but it was an intriguing name anyway. Okay, go ahead, TJ. Let's hit some more text. Let's see here, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text. Next line. segment too, we're going to do nothing but text. So we're gonna, let's get as many in as we can. Brad, uh, uh, Brad in Bartlesville is one of the ones, but I uh, see his name here on two or three different ones. Uh, saying they've heard Garrett Riley thrown out there. <laughs> I mean, that would be tough. Just, uh, yeah, it's, I, there's no I way to sell he, it. There's no uh, way to sell it's it. It's unfair to Garrett, but I don't think that's possible. Uh, let's see here. If we hire. It's not like this has been a great year at Clemson for him either. Toby, if we hire from within, who do we get to coach QBs? Yeah, I don't. I mean, you, you would need a quarterback coach, and that might be even if you hire from outside. You know, I don't know that you're bringing in who you're bringing in, what they coach. Like, if you get Cliff Kingsbury, you don't. But um, with some others, you would. So, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, Lloyd says it was Brett Yormark who tripped BV in the tunnel and all the smoke. <laughs> Might have been. Might have been. Dylan Gabriel blamed it on Eddie in his press conference afterwards. 
Uh, that would be even better if it was Eddie. <laughs> Uh, this just says there's no crying in football. I don't know what we were talking about back when they sent that in. Um, um, I don't know either. The TV broadcast for the OU game was a joke. Even Spencer Tillman was bad. I saw a lot of complaining. Uh, people stop playing. Oh, please stop playing Hunsiker's clip. He makes my ears bleed. Almost went anchor man there. It says more than just Hunsiker there. Mm. Um, and I almost went anchor man. Uh, Elko, much better hire than Stoops, but not dynamic, this person says. Elko also had the, you know, was the former DC there, so there were ties. Um, Why is he a much better hire than Stoops? I need somebody to tell me that. I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, I think. I think Mark's done an incredible job with Kentucky. Incredible. With what you're given and what that program historically has done, he's been incredible for them. So, um, I think the Big 12 officiating will help Zero State win. They did their best to keep it from being a celebration of the two teams leaving the conference. Now they will screw Texas. A lot of those here when we got to talking about the Big 12 championship game. Several people here think it's Texas is going to find it difficult on uh, Saturday to win because of the officiating. Mm. Yeah. There would be so much controversy. I mean, if it was something where it was overwhelming like that, it's past that point. I guess. I mean, it's, maybe so. It's gonna. It, it's gonna be uh, controversial anyway. So, uh, poll answer game to be the very second close. half of the BYU OSU game had because it was twenty four six at halftime, and the second half had everybody going. Oh god! But uh, you could see it coming. <clears throat> poll answer game to be very close in score, but Texas wins in a close one, 42-36. That question was who would win, who would we want to win, or who would you cheer for? This one says, if Texas had no fans, I would cheer for them. Texas OSU uh, doesn't have a chance. They're going to get hammered. Um, don't Here's care who wins, and I, I won't I, be watching the Big 12. Screw the Big 12. Texas is a two-touchdown favorite. I think Texas wins too, but they might not have Xavier Worthy, and they already don't have their running back, so they're getting they're getting thin here. But they're still significantly better. The thing that makes OSU the thing that OSU does best, obviously, is run the ball with Holly Gordon, and it's going to be really hard to run the ball on Texas. I mean, they are just so good up front. So I, I think it's going to be tough for OSU to score. It's crazy. I, I think. Texas wins, you know, maybe, you know, 20-something to less than 10 would be my pick. Yeah, that point spread, a bunch of the conference championship games' point spreads are crazy. Like, the Washington being the dog by nine and a half, ten points is kind of weird, but a lot of big point spreads for conference championship games. Okay, we'll keep going text when we come back. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Monday morning, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. A couple of things I was reminded of during that break. There's just too many uh, things this morning to, to get to it all at once. But um, One, we haven't mentioned Sharon Moore. Chris Joseph reminded me. 
uh, Sharon Moore, excuse me. I I think that absolutely that investigating the interest there would be worthwhile. Uh, obviously, OU ties played here. He's become high profile at Michigan for filling in while Harbaugh's out. He's done a really good job with that offense, obviously. I mean, it's, it is vastly different style than what we run now. But, you know, part of that could be weather-related. Who knows? They do throw it around. I mean, but they are a much more run-heavy team, a power-running game, which maybe Brent would really like that. I mean, that's, that might really appeal to him. So, now, would you leave Michigan to go to Oklahoma? lateral move i mean in my mind a slight move up and he played at oklahoma but i don't know i don't know the answer to that yeah it takes some money but it's worth investigating sure my thing with chris was he when he texted me that that's what i said like do you make that move right now when you have things rolling as a program so well or do you just keep the train going you know until you get a probably a head coaching offer that You've been He's waiting extremely for extremely popular there right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like in a really and, good situation. Unless he, yeah, and and right, yeah. Uh, and then Brian Vineyard reminded me. Did you see the troll job that Texas did on Brett Yormark at the end of the game? No. Texas beat him 57-7 the other night. Remember, Yormark said at the beginning of the year when he was in Lubbock that he's going to be. Um. He's going to be in Austin the day after Thanksgiving yes. and all that kind of stuff. They they played his clip on the big screen at the end of the game. <laughs> nice. And then the uh, big screen flashed up, see y'all in Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like giving them credit, but that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Okay, what else we got on the text line? Uh, Jimbo for OC. Jimbo's just sitting back collecting checks on his ranch now. I don't think he's worried Ranches. about it. Ranches. Right. Um, Petrino, I guess, will be out there soon, probably. I'm Kevin and Norman. Is Gabriel going to go with Levy for his final year? I mean, this is a great topic. Um, what is Dylan Gabriel going to do, TJ? Let me, I mean, TJ's been out of the country. Dylan Gabriel, OU starting quarterback. <laughs> right. He threw for 400 yards yes. on Saturday. Yes. Top 10 all time, passing touchdowns uh-huh. and yards, left handed. Okay, yes. go ahead. You remember him, right? I remember, yes. I know who he is. Uh, question is, does he go with Levy? Yeah, or NFL, or yeah, I don't back know. to OU for another year? I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if okay, I see him. Go, be, no, I, I'm just saying. I do you see him playing at the next level? I don't. So what I'm saying is, do you want to go move on with life, or do you want to play another year? I mean, obviously, maybe you just want to play to keep moving up those, you know, those rankings. I mean, that would be the thing that you're playing for at this point. Especially if you went somewhere you. like Mississippi State, it's not like you're going somewhere that you would be contending for a national title. Let me ask you this, and I'm not ruling out. Why isn't he an NFL quarterback? I don't know that his arm is strong enough. Okay. Arm strength, I mean, I guess that would be my biggest thing. I think he's got the the mental capacity 
I think everything else, I would just question his arm strength. Mm-hmm. So not crazy athletic and doesn't athletic. have a giant arm, right? And you feel like you got to have one of those two. Yeah. Who do you feel higher on coming out of college, Dylan Gabriel or Brock Purdy? Oh, well, Dylan Gabriel right. as the collegiate quarterback, but. I'm stunned by Brock Purdy in the NFL. I'm stunned at how successful. Sure, I think a lot of people uh-huh. are, but when you're looking at body and size and everything else, I mean, he fits the mold more. Who, Purdy? Yeah. What is his body and size? Oh. Up right now. He's a little bigger. I would say he's bigger, yeah. By an inch or two. Uh, six one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't I, I have a hard time seeing Dylan be a star, but then I also think if he got in with the right team where you know, he is like he orchestrates an offense. He's okay? got all the leader intangibles. I mean, he's got watching, all of that. I'm watching this Minshew guy right now with my Colts, like just He's a winner. I mean, I don't know if he's a winner or not, but he's he's the Colts are in the playoffs right now. How, why? How? Um, I I don't know why. I don't I don't. I guess my general feeling on Dylan Gabriel is that we have kind of massively disrespected the guy the last couple of years, and that he's way better than most of us give credit to. And if you sat back Friday or Saturday. Friday night and Saturday and watch the rest of college football, you're like, he's better than that guy. 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 Like, he's better than almost everybody in college football. I'm watching these SEC games. Now, the dude at LSU is unbelievable, okay? But I'm watching all these other games around the country. I'm like, Oklahoma's got a better quarterback than all these teams. Dylan Gabriel is really good. Does he have a cannon? No, but he's really, really good. I, I I agree with that. I think he's really, really good. I don't think me saying so I don't why, think he would play at the next level no, is no, being no, insulting. I, I, it's not insulting. Why aren't we collectively begging him to come back for another oh, year I got right you. now? I got why you. aren't we saying, all right, that's enough. That's it. Go on. Go on. Let's have the thing well, that we're not sure about. You know why about. and who's sitting there and what the answer to that is, so... I know. I guess I'm just. I'm worried. You're saying. About, you're saying. Uh, I know what he it's is. Still the unknown. I don't know yeah, what it's he still is. Still the unknown. Right. I know this guy's one of the top ten quarterbacks, yardage wise, touchdowns wise, to ever play the game. This guy is potential. And I'm as hopeful as the rest of you are. But, I mean, I'm not really fast to like. Hey, DG, you want to come back, buddy? Year one in the SEC. You want to come back, make a run at the all-time record? I'll have you back. Well, what if Jackson Arnold gets mad? Jackson Arnold, learn another year. You're going to have your chance. If he gets mad, then we'll have other quarterbacks behind him. We're not going to stop recruiting quarterbacks at Oklahoma. Anyway, I'm sure Jackson Arnold's dad doesn't want to hear that. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.
It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. We can add a new name to the potential offensive coordinator list. Frank Reich has just been fired at uh, Carolina, so he's available. Seriously? Yeah. He got canned this morning? Yeah. He didn't even make it through his first season. Mm-mm. One in ten. Out. Dang, yeah. man. David, what is it, David Tepper? I always get him con- his name confused. The owner of the Panthers? There was one of those good old-fashioned – David Tepper left the locker room and was very angry after the game. You know, you get those every so often from owners. I, I guess I guess he really was. Yeah. I guess he doesn't mess around. Wow. I'm a little surprised by that, T-Row. I know. Usually you get one year. One year. <laughs> Usually. Apparently not Usually. anymore. Usually you get at least a full season, but not this time. Good morning, playing. What's up, T. Rowe? How was your weekend? You feeling better? You good? You guys don't realize you had yes. the you had the Michael Jordan flu game. On the mm-hmm. call Friday, and Toby persevered and excelled. Excelled. I'm telling you, man, I could not hardly get home, Plank. I was telling TJ earlier, I almost stopped a couple of times to nap on the side of the road. I was so tired after that game. I came home and got in bed by like 7.30. So you have, you have those moments where you know someone isn't feeling well. And, like, I saw you before the game, and I, and I knew you were fighting it, and, and I knew you were going to make it. When I came up to do that last segment in the booth, you could see I looked like death. His no, well, your face was red, so I know I'm like, well, he's hot, so he's <laughs> he's not feeling well right now. There was obviously the fatigue of the day, so I I don't know if anyone really truly understands what we witnessed on Friday, which was the broadcasting Jordan right. flu game. You had the Stutzman flu game against BYU. You had the Toby Rowland call. I was trying to think of a way to phrase it on Twitter, but. I ran out of creativity. I'm hearing the word so. bravery a lot. Bravery, that's I don't know good. If I agree with, that's, that's good. Word Wouldn't mind that. I told him I didn't pick up on it. So there you go. Well, because uh, I always can tell. Like there's days when we start the show and he'll just say good morning and I'm like, uh, he's oh, not boy. feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I never picked up on it. <laughs> I feel much better. Thank you. Uh, yesterday was kind of the day I turned the corner. I finally like feel like I kicked it. I got my energy Good. back. I slept well. Nice. So I'm back, baby. All I'm right. back just in time to not have a game to call this week. Well, you're about to get two, a three hours of, of offensive coordinator talk, so we're ready yes. to roll. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you while I take a walk, figure out who our <laughs> offensive coordinator is going to be. Thanks, Toby. I have a great day. Of, I oh. thank you. I'm excited about Thursday, guys. We've got the McCaslin Fieldhouse right. game coming up on uh, Thursday right. this week. The Student-only game for the undefeated OU men's basketball team. Chris, have a great show. He's coming up next. Stick around, everybody. We're going to solve this issue. Have a great Monday, everybody.